what's going on guys welcome back to a brand new episode of the bot talking episode 27 i'm sitting down with eddie from mech prima mech notify it's a very interesting episode we go into the chinese culture how his company and his partner has impacted that culture overall the episode is really good i really did enjoy it a couple of things i want to preface before we get into this episode last week was the restart we had alias from one for episode 26 and i had some pointers on twitter some people reached out to me and actually told me that they couldn't understand what i was saying i was talking too fast so for any restocks within this episode which is mech prima mech notified towards the end of the video i will go ahead and explain the system like last episode but also put on some visual representations on the screen so you guys can match my voice and what i'm saying to the system i decide to go ahead and go with once again these restocks are limited compared to how many people in the live stream some of these live streams hit 3,000 viewers so just please keep that in mind please enjoy the episode listen carefully to what we talk about and i hope you guys enjoy the episode so guys like i explained in the beginning we have eddie from mech on the bot talk is going to be an amazing episode it's a live premiere so i'm going to talk to you all you guys in the chat right now let me know what you think of the episode we're going to be talking about eddie we're going to talk about mech pre we're going to talk about mech notified and then restocking both products at the end of the live premiere so stay tuned for that but let's jump straight into this the first question we ask all our guests on the show how did you discover reselling so i discovered um reselling through um through one of my friends around two years ago and um he introduced me about um, Supreme. And I think by the time Supreme already has like a um, very big market in China. Um, so it kind of like, and I think it's really like, like a good looking brand and it just got uh, really interesting to me. So I started to um, dig into it and find, I think more about the culture, like, and the brand and also about, definitely about reselling. So, um, yeah, that's how I first discovered reselling. Yeah, most guests do flock towards the brand. They like how it looks. They like the resellability of it. Obviously, there's loads of money within this market. But what motivated you to continue to resell? I think, I think is that I want to become financially independent and um, just want to do something um, special and something that I really enjoy doing. Also, um, I think. I also think it's a good way to meet a lot of people and uh, just try to make lots of bonding with other like guys who has like similar interests with me. Yeah, definitely. This community is very wide. It's a worldwide community. Everyone in this community meets each other. Networking is a good thing. We've talked about on the bot talk before. And also creating, like you said, financial independence. Like I feel like if you've been very successful with botting or even decently successful you do make more money than what nine to five people make typically when you're a young age and i feel like that is one of the most dominant reasons to continue to resell but mm -hmm. with everyone's reselling journey they always go from being a manual user to a bot how was that like for you um it's it's kind of like a natural process um once i get in touch with supreme and um and i got in touch with mob like more people who try to purchase Supreme and this like the bot thing just come like naturally um, into my site. And I was just starting to get, um, first I was just curious about how, how things work because I've never heard of it at first. And then I was like, well, like maybe it really like, I, like at first I thought maybe it really in increased my chance of getting like the items that I want. So, um, yeah, that's how I go from like a manual user to browser. And I think, um, I also think it's more like a trend. 
because bot is kind of easy to use and it saves time. Also, it gives you more like flexible schedule for you to arrange your um, daily schedule. And it's also like an interesting thing to use. Like you get to explore it for a bit. And yeah, that's um, that's how I got into body. Yeah, loads of those reasons do resonate with loads of viewers, I'm pretty sure. As humans, as times developed, as age developed, we've created technology to make our lives easier. And that, in a way, is what botting is. You don't want to manually go through the site and get these items. You want to maximize your profit and your success that's what a bot does. The bot does that across multiple cards. It allows you to maximize your success and find loopholes in the system to essentially get more items. And I feel like people do flock towards that just because there's loads of money in it. It's enjoyable if you definitely know what to do and you can secure those items that you really like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's that's like a that's like one of the huge reasons that um why people do botting. Because um yeah, it does does like get you the chance to just kind of make more money and with like less work and more more possibility to get more items. Yeah, touching on that subject, like you said, you were manually using you went to being a bottle when getting into the community and meeting people. What were some of the first releases you ever bought? I think um one of like the first um biggest release that I've ever bought is um um, the Bogo hoodie from the Four Winter seven, 2017. And um, for shoes, it's like um, the easy blue tint for, um, the, yeah, the easy blue tint. It's like two, around two years ago, I think that's when I first got into reselling and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, those releases were quite memorable. They were kind of big. And I feel like your first ever releases with botting is definitely memorable. Me personally, I remember all the first releases I went for. I feel like any botter does just because of the fact that it is the first time you go for it. Especially if you succeed. If you succeed your first time with botting, it's kind of like a adrenaline rush because you're like, whoa, this actually works. I can make money. And that kind of acts as a catalyst for the rest of your yeah. botting. It's like a special feeling because um, it's nowhere like, like it's nowhere like your regular way of um, purchasing items on internet is just like trying you trying to use like a machine wise stuff to just like buy things for you and it's it's a really fun experience now that we've developed a basis behind eddie's reselling history how he got into reselling how he got into botting let's move on to mech prime how did you come up with the name mech oh um it's actually a fun story about our, our brand um we're actually trying to start a company around um, July last year. And then, um, so we have um, three founders of our whole company. And at that time, we were just like trying to come up with a cool name after we um, got out from our old company. And um, we just keep brainstorming because coming up with like a cool name is, isn't really <laughs> like our stuff because we're trying to, because um, what we are trying to do is to try to create a name that um, I think all English speakers will remember. It's not only for like um, like a Chinese audience. So we spend a lot of time on the name, and then we finally came out with Mac because it's like the one of the <clears throat> um, first letter of each of our name um, for Mike, Eddie, and Cal. So um, it's M E K, and then it also have another meaning which is make everyone cook. So that's, um, I think it's a really good meaning and that's what we were just trying to do, make everyone cook. So yeah, that comes in Mac and it's, it's short, it's easy to remember. And 
Yeah, it's it's a like a. I'm pretty surprised that we can come up with a name like that. Yeah, I feel like when you're starting a business, anyone who's been in that mindset before, like when I had to create the butt dog, for example, you have to create a name that is either short or is memorable. It needs to stick out, it needs to be unique. And I feel like you've done that very successfully with Mech because what that's allowed you to do is exp essentially when we moved on to the Mech Prime section, the reason why it's a Mech, some people might pick me out for that is because from my understanding, Mech is the company and then you've got Mech Prime and then Mech Notify. And I feel like that name allows you to expand into different. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, we can. Uh... Yeah, we have uh, another product that's coming out later, so it's definitely a good foundation for, for like a represent of our company. Yeah, and touching on the name section, I feel like there's a lot of bots in the community that are subjective towards one dedicated site. So like you have random bots, I'm not going to name any, but you have like insert name here, Prem, and it kind of restricts them to only Supreme. And I feel like bots that do a good way of developing their name as a company. Mm -hmm. It allows them to move into multiple different scenarios. Like, for example, Mech is a bot, and then within the same company, they move to a group. And I don't feel, and I personally feel like not a lot of companies within the community do do that. However, the ones mm -hmm. that do are pretty successful. I also think this is like a trend nowadays, and lots of groups are looking to partner out with bots. And um, usually they work fine together because um, for bot, they need like experienced user to. Um, increase their success and um for groups they need bots for um for them to like make more users to join and also to get them like a big like bigger reputation um inside the community so i think it's a like a mutual beneficial thing at the end of the day and um i think yeah it's, it does it does take <laughs> it does take some time though so yeah yeah, I definitely do think all the best things in life do take time and I feel like this definitely did pay off. But it kind of moves really nicely into the next thing I did want to talk about. We've talked about you being a manual user, we've talked about you being a bot and going for these releases, you've explained your justification. But what inspires you to create a So this is more of um, my questions than mine. So um, for me, I what I was thinking is um, we want to be able be able to provide a stable service, like a stable service. Mike also told me that um, he got into like he got into like reselling Supreme by um, he just because Mike is a like a like a how do you say that um, he he loves dancing and he just kind of get into um, like clothes like streetwear when he learns how to dance and then. He's just also trying to buy Supreme. So um, some of his friends asked him to write him a bot because Mike is a, like a developer. So he just tried to do like a script. That's where it first came from. So um, just from a script and then kind of go into a bot. And then um, the one of the other reasons is also, um, I think Supreme bot, like also like just in general, bot has like a lot of exposure in China and lots of Chinese users are trying to buy bots in um, like, for example, from a lot of the US company. And we think um, maybe it's a time to change, like um, maybe we should have our own bot. Maybe Chinese people can use their own bot too.
try to just purchase the item. And that's also one of the inspiration that we have for um, MacPrint when it first came out. Yeah, I definitely do feel like some of the reasons do resonate with other developers and owners we talk to on the bot talk. Like for example, just to name one, Zed Free, who's from F3, he came onto the podcast and he did mention that he first created a script that developed into a bot and it mm-hmm. kind of went from there and he didn't really see the business part of it at first, but mm-hmm. obviously he had a passion in coding, he created it, then it became a business. And touching on one point you didn't mention, in China, I definitely do see when I was first working for a couple of companies, I would sell all my copies to Chinese people. Just oh, because really? of the fact that, yeah, because uh, cool. price-wise, they were willing to pay a high price compared to yeah. US and UK people yeah. just because they wanted a bot. So yeah. I feel like that does work better. But obviously with you resonating from China, giving Chinese people a bot and also making it available to US and UK people and people across the world in general. Yeah, it's really cool um, because I think um, I think Chinese people have less exposure to um, Twitter and stuff like what's... Like what's really inside the um, community, it's hard for them to get to um, just try to try like truly understand what's happening, and um, that's I think I think that's the reason that they they usually pay higher prices because they don't really know about the market, don't really know about um, like how bot works, and and they're willing to learn. That's why um, we also that's also one of the reasons that we try to create like a bot for for all these users like newcomers for in this community yeah now one thing i did want to talk about when creating a bot it's very important to think what sites do you want to support why did you decide with creating a bot that supports supreme versus a shopify based bot or adidas based bot yeah um because i think at that time we we didn't know um too much about shopify um, we just knew kind of Supreme because Supreme definitely have like larger crowd in China than Shopify. And um, I think um, also Mike doesn't have like a good teacher <clears throat> like to him. So we kind of just, um, and he also has like a nine to five work to do. So um, we, we were just thinking about we should start from like a easier website um, and we've been dealing with Supreme for like a long time um, since we use our scripts and like manual. And also I think um, the drop time every Thursday, it just gave us like chances to breathe and um, to also like for us just catch up with all the previous work that we've left behind. And I think the schedules really helped us. And um, like while why we are doing a lot of work it's also not putting too much pressure on our side yeah i definitely do think back in 2017 28 before pokey in general when creating a supreme bot it was easy compared to a shopify bot i know some people that are watching that episode didn't bought before pokey but before pokey the security solution that supreme has obviously i'm not a developer so i don't know a huge thing about it but obviously i know it's abbreviation when it got introduced it took a lot more of developing into these bots to make them successful that's where you saw a lot of bots just drop off the radar but obviously mechpreme has done a good job with overcounting that and then becoming one of the most dominant bots in the community i think i'm answering from mike's perspective and he he always told me about it and um i think from the early days um after supreme started um like the pokey and stuff it's getting a lot harder than um than it used to be 
So we just change it from like iOS shortcut script um, into the desktop. I think, um, but for like for us, one of the mistake that we made is to um, try to push out the bot before um, before like a good amount of beta time. So um, it just kind of led to like one of the biggest like we've been failing on the side for um, straight like three weeks. So um, it's it's really like a big pressure for us because a lot of people are um, complaining complaining about our products and um, you know like I think you know better than us um, what happened when a like if if a bot is not working throughout a drop and people start complaining about um, like people start doubting your products and I think that's one of the <clears throat> um, one of the biggest um, difficulties that we've encountered. Um, but so after that, Mike started to um, get into headless mode, and that's when we started to get um, success. So I think the early days are, pre are pretty hard, and um, but I'm I'm really glad that we um, like we got through it. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely do think perseverance is one of those elements that our business needs to have. The CEO needs to have it. The head managers, the developers in this case, need to have it to push through and create a product because having a company within this community that sells copies of people and also is a desirable bot. I know a lot of people that are in the chat right now want this bot and that's why they're here partly. But this company is a desirable bot and I feel like to get to that position and to persevere through all the difficulties and basically take all the criticism on the chin requires a skill and I feel like you guys have mastered that very well out over at Mech and a lot of other companies do do that and that's why those companies are at the top compared to other bots that drop off or don't go anywhere at the start. Now we've talked about the early development stages, what direction you decide to go in, however jumping to present, what are some of the positive and negative effects of running a big company like Mech? There's definitely like the good sides and bad sides. So um, about positive effects, um, we do have more um, like more reputation in this community, and um, like lots of Chinese people are proud of us, and um, we also make like a good foundation for our future business. Like all the like all the fields that we we were like we are trying to expand in the future. Um, it's a really good foundation and bring us like huge audience um, for our brand. That's I think that that's some of the positive sides of the story. And then at the other time, like I think at the same time, um, all the negative things is like um, when we flop on one of the weeks, like we will get like we'll get a lot of bad comments on us. Um, and it's it's really a, like a lot of pressure. It's like to be honest, um, sometimes we feel like we feel really tired when <clears throat> um, when we it's not like we're afraid of competition. It's just um, I think most of the people don't understand um, what it takes behind the scene. That's um, the process. It's and it also requires like a lot of trades for you to um, to become like successful on on the drop. It's about it's nothing like, like we only can do like as good as we can. And we also need to hope that the website doesn't get like too bad or um, like some other trades. So um, I think the um, negative side has just um, 
it's it's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it, I mean, a lot of pressure means that a lot of people are paying attention to your product. So it's also one of the good things we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of resonates nice with the saying I do have on the show. It's called the trade-off, and essentially where yep. you're trading positive trades for negative trades. Like you have loads of people buying your product, they're paying attention, they want your product to do well, but at the same time, if it doesn't do well, then your product sinks. They bombard you with constant criticism and tell you that the bot doesn't work, you're not very good, and that does become demotivating at certain times. However, that is the trade-off at the end of the day. When you're mm-hmm. selling products, when you have a company that big in a certain position, and able to make loads of money. I feel like if you just persevere, like we talked about in the beginning, and continue to push out updates for the products, it will all work out well. Yeah, it will, it will work out. It just, um, I think it's just like uh, what other people say, just like trust the process, and it's it's not going to be like, it's it definitely takes time, and it takes few years to um, get to the position where we are right now. So um, I'm like I'm pretty happy about. Uh, where we are right now touching on that does the success of mech have any effect on your personal life and if so in what way oh yeah um definitely um so um it definitely brings me uh more connection in the community uh definitely led me to more um successful people likewise because when you have a successful product you get to uh um, talk with uh, a lot of other owners in this community and you get to learn um, you get to learn from them, and um, just, um, when you're chatting, like we always talk about what gets, what gets um, either our brand or their brand to um, to where they were to where they are right now, and I think it's it's a really um, awesome learning process for me, and I also think that, <clears throat> um, except like, despite all the connection I made, it also just make me um financially like more flexible on about because i'm going on like college right now so i don't have to um ask for my parents for like that that much money than before and from i think from my partner's perspective um mike also um quit his like nine to five work and so he got to relax and not being that tired because he also can make good amount of money from this um, being able to pay his rent in general is like a better life for us. So you appreciate that. Now flipping the coin here, when Mech doesn't do so well, what do you tell yourself? What action do you take to keep yourself in a good mindset? Um, because at the end of the day, we think that we know, like we know that we are capable of doing, like we are capable of making it a good product. So we're just trying to <clears throat> tell ourselves that, like, um, we at the end of the day, we'll get there. Like, we'll definitely get there. It's just, um, I think it's just like, you have to take certain failures before success. And, um, <clears throat> and Mike says that as like a developer, if he isn't confident about his product, he wouldn't have started this. So. That also gives a lot of like, uh, in, like courages to just try to keep moving and try to forget like the failures we have. Just trying to focus on next drop and try to perfect our 
observe it. Yeah, it links back really nicely to the perseverance element we were talking about at the beginning of the episode where you just literally have to take everything on the chin. You know your capability, you know your caliber, and you know you can do well. Everyone in the community knows that. I feel like some users are blindsided by that. They feel like when they see unsuccess, they literally go straight to the title or bot mark, try to sell the bot, get rid of it when they mm -hmm. know deep down the bot can easily do well if it just gives it time. Yeah, yeah. It's about it's also about how you um how you trust like the team because we think we are like a really responsible team. We're not going like we are not going to like giving give up on our user that easily. So I think it's like a mutual <clears throat> like if you trust the bot and you trust how responsible their developers are, and I think at the end of the day you will get you'll get back what you invest in, I think. Yeah, definitely. I feel like anyone that has bought a bot and has followed the guides, they've definitely made their money back. Like, excluding third-party services where you buy bots for resale for like thousands of dollars, that's an exception. But if you were to buy this bot for its resale price, I definitely do think that you definitely make your money back from drops. If you just hit the right amount, you collect mm -hmm. the right amount, you use the guides, you're still making your money back. Yeah, yeah. It's Even though it's like you're not immediately making your money back on first off a couple of drops, but you also have to just understand it just naturally takes time and it's just a, like a learning process for you. Now, something I did want to talk about, what can the users from MechPream expect when it comes to near drops in the future? Oh, um, like they can definitely, um, I think it's like, I think for now, we're just trying to keep our, um, keep our current, Space, like current position in among other supreme bar we are um we we did very well on week one also and um um especially in us so for now we're just trying to um <clears throat> make supreme eu and japan better and um also we are developing um shopping flash size and other sites uh it's also under work so yeah, we just trying to be like the best, like the best out of the best. So, yeah. I feel really nicely about the business model we were talking about at the beginning of the episode where you just want to strive for better. Like you guys mentioned, one of the last things I did want to talk about is what they're adding in the near future. But like they said, they're adding Shopify sites, they're focusing on Supreme EU and Japan. We all know that Met cooks Supreme US. So it's good that they're persevering, pushing on. Now I want to move on to the next section of the episode. However, if you guys are in the chat right now and you guys want MechPreme, there will be an opportunity for you guys to secure yourself a copy for retail. So stay tuned. We're going to finish up the MechNotify section. I'm going to go ahead and explain the restocks for both products. But let's move on to MechNotify. What inspired you to start MechNotify? Like I said, um, I think the one of the first reasons that I was trying to start Mac Notify is because I realized there were a lot of users that's in in China, like they they wanted to learn about botting, they wanted to learn about reselling, um, but they they just don't have the right right resources. Like they don't have resources, they have the way they don't have the right way to get access to the right info. Um, I still remember when I personally first started botting, I would just go on Cop Supply and search all the install cook groups one by one, and then just trying to <laughs> trying to like search it on Twitter and just direct message them like if I can't get into one of the groups. So it's it's a like a pain in the ass. So I don't I I don't want people to experience it again. 
And with all the resources I have, I think I'll be able to um, create like a good small com like a small community for people to learn about botting, to learn about um, to learn about a lot of things that they don't get chances to um, in China because um, it's really like the resources are really limited. So it just uh, I think being able to teach all my members like the right way. And the easy way to cope is has been motivating me to um, push out Mac Notify. And um, also after we like um, we have a good audience on Mac Print, um, I also started like the English version of Mac Notify, um, just, like because we have a lot of English speakers fan and they want to get into the group, but they think language is one of the biggest barrier for him for them. So I think. Um, yeah, that's why I also started like a second, like a Mac Notify EN for them to join, to also to learn about um, like how our community is like. Yeah, I definitely do think the main element I can definitely notice in here is that you're trying to give back to the Chinese people. And I feel like a lot of people can respect that, especially when their community definitely wants the same incentives that the US people and the EU people do have. And I feel like you're doing a good job at Mac of trying to leveling the playing field but definitely starting Make Notify was a good idea just because every bottle, there's two main elements to every bottle. You have the bot and you have the information. I feel like without one or the other, it's kind of useless. If you have the information, but you don't have a bot to capitalize on the information, then it's really useless. But if you have a bot without no information, then you're kind of stuck as well. Yeah, um, that's what I talked about like at the beginning of the talk. And it's, it's just like a train because um, um, with cook gurus, we have a lot of early info and um, you have like the right staffs to teach you how to use the bot. But um, if you are just like a bot brand, you don't have like um, too much people to um, just trying to instruct you to use the bot. Now that we've established a bit of an intro to MacNotify, I want to talk about what are some of the positives you've seen so far from running? Some positives is definitely seeing more people that got helped and um, they also become some of the big chefs in this community. And that's something that I would love to see um, because that's why I first started it. And it also met, I also met a lot of new friends that um, has also like, it's like my staffs, like they really help me a lot. And um, I also get to know like make more friends and know what they think in their real life so it's it's like it's a pretty eye-opening experience for me yeah it links back to the idea of networking and obviously developing your name within the community and i feel like if you're equipping people in the with the information and they're going out and they're cooking and getting all this attention because they're getting a lot of success it's kind of like a proud feeling because you're creating that flow of success and you're allowing people to go ahead and gain loads of money for profits from these releases. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's a lot of like a lot of opportunity to make more money and just to try to do, just make some extra bucks when you, when when it's not like spending too much time of your daily life. Now flipping the coin here, what are some of the negatives you've seen so far from running Mechanova? I think for me it's just um it's taking <laughs> way too much time of my 
of my life because it's kind of um, tiring to operate like a bot and a group at the same time. It just requires a lot of um, responsibilities and a um, lot of dedication, lots of also personal time um, outside of school. So um, not going to lie, I, I think about quitting like for a lot of time <laughs> and it's because it's like taking way too much time and um, sometimes you like people won't understand that plan doesn't like make any sense for them and they'll still blame you for um for like a couple of small misses so that's what got what really got me into like the negative size but um at the end of the day i think it's just like you have to fulfill your responsibilities and um once you chose to start something you have to like you have to keep keep going to have to finish it strong that's kind of the mindset i have when i face those all those negative yeah i definitely do think that's a good mindset to have because all the users listen to this even if you were to quit i feel like you seeing that you end off strong and you want to continue as long as you can even with the challenges and even with how much time consumption it is i feel like that is a good thing because people can go out and look at that and confidently invest in your company because they see that you want to continue pushing. You have moral grounds about how you run your company and that is something definitely to look for when investing your money into a company. Now, what are some of the challenges you face when running Mechnotify? Some of the challenges that I face. Um, so I think one of the biggest challenges is just trying to consistently improving our service. Um, trying to become like one of the best in this community because we have a lot of com competition, no matter it's for bots or for groups. And um, nowadays there's like a lot of, um, a lot of, there's a lot of Chinese group that's coming out and um, it's really like a com good competition for us. And I also know there's a lot of access scams in this community. So, um, but we are just trying to provide like the highest quality of the service that we have to all our members. Yeah, I definitely do feel like competition entering the market is challenging. However, if you just succumb and you make it the best you can, then definitely consumers are going to invest in your company. But I do want to move on to another thing. When running a company as big as Magnify, you do bring in people to support with information, bot restocks, any type of information that you want to provide users in the group. What do you look for when you're looking to recruit people to Magnify? For me, I just I just trust like one thing, um, which is I think it's their passion about reselling. Um, they're passionate about um, just to helping helping people to try to um, become better on like this certain field because people always say like if you're passionate about something you're able to do it like you're able to finish the thing really good um i just think that passion is like one of the ways that we have to find in like from our employers because um if you're not passionate about something that people have to get on your ass to just ask you to um do works and that's what I like that's the least thing that I want to see at the end of the day so I always look for um passionate people um passionate staff that they're trying to help if they're trying to help we will just give them the opportunity to provide to just prove them what they have in the bag so 
yeah, passion is one of the biggest thing that we've been like we've been continue looking in this community. Yeah, I definitely do think that is good, strong values. You need to find your staff members if you want to bring them into your group. But finally, the final question of today's episode: What do you have planned for Mech Notify in the future? We um we have a lot going behind the scene. Uh, we're now working on our um app. It's like a app for um free for all users, and we've been developing for like a long time, and <laughs> we're looking forward to like push out push this out in um, probably next month or so. Um, I can't say exact day. So um, we're also looking, like we're also waiting for um, Mac AIO, like the alpha state, it's going to start soon. So we have a lot of like things that we're trying to consistently improve for our members. So guys, that was the episode with Eddie from Mech. I want you guys to go down below in the description, check out their socials. You will have the link to Mech Pre, Mech Notify and Eddie. Also links to Mike and Carl, which is the business partners he did refer to in the episode. However, we will be restocking Mech Prima and Mech Notify as we advertised in today's episode. We're going to take a little one minute break and I'm going to come back and explain the system to you guys. It's going to be great. See you guys then. So guys, welcome to the restock part of today's Bot Talk episode. Essentially, we are dropping two Discord invites, one for Mech Notify, one for Mech Premium. You guys need to really, really pay attention to what I say. There is a lot of confusion with these episodes, so please pay attention, take the time to listen to exactly what I'm going to say, so you guys have the best chance of copying. So, both services will be dropped through a Discord invite. That means Mech Notify, which is going first by the way, will be dropped in the Discord invite, and also Mech Premium will be dropped in the Discord invite. Just to quickly explain the video formation, after this quick little message, there's going to be a 3 minute restart countdown, then the invite for Mech Notify is going to come up on the screen through the release method that I'm going to explain in a second here, and you guys will have a minute and a half to 2 minutes to go and use the invite that will pop up on the screen, then after that invite, make sure not to go anywhere, another 3 minute restart countdown will come up on the screen and that will be for Mech Prime. Now like I mentioned they are both Discord invites, however the method I'm going to release the end part of the Discord invite, if you guys are unaware that at the end of Discord invites there's a bunch of series of letters and numbers, essentially it's a method I've used on the bot talk before, there's going to be a series of general questions that come up on the screen and next to those questions it will either say lowercase or uppercase to signify if it's an uppercase letter or a lowercase letter and also if it's a, a question that requires a number answer then obviously you guys button the number answer, please keep in mind that 
each question signifies to one letter or one number. However, next to the question in brackets, I will preface whether it's a letter or number, whether it's uppercase or lowercase. And just to make it easier for you guys, I'm going to give you the first three letters slash numbers of the Discord invite for both Mech Notify and Mech Prime at the top of the screen. Then all you have to do is answer the questions below, type that in, and test your luck. Finally, the reason why I put these three minute countdowns in, so if you guys can review the system, you guys can figure out and make sure you know exactly what to do. So after this little message, there's going to be a three minute restart countdown. Then the Mech Notify invite is going to drop. That's going to stay on screen for two minutes. And then the restart countdown for Mech Prime is going to come up on the screen. And then the invite will go on there. I will be in the chat explaining all of this to avoid any confusion best of luck guys